Sometimes one small shift can make the biggest change in how we look and feel. So I get to chat with you today about sugar, but look, I'm going to issue you a challenge at the end of this podcast. It's pretty short. Listen to it all the way through because this one challenge that I'm going to give you really will change how you look and feel in just seven days. Sugar has that much power. Just hang in there. It may not be what you think, and I cannot wait to hear from you if you take me up on this challenge. All right, here we go. I want to jump into the topic of sugar consumption today. I have zero doubt that you're listening to this and you've heard before, hey, sugar, not very good for you. You've heard that. You know this. But what I want to do is leave you with a really practical tip at the end after I really state my case about this because I do want to go in depth and share some things maybe you don't know. And maybe it's just a refresher. Maybe this is just, you know, it's kind of like scripture. When you read some scripture, you've read it maybe a million times, but there's a certain point in your life that it just hits differently. Maybe that's where you are right now with sugar. Maybe this is going to be that hit differently for you. But I'm going to give you a really, really practical tip at the end. What I've done with my clients for years, what I do myself, and what I would advise really anybody of any age. But let's be honest, ladies, over the age of 40, our bodies do not process sugar the same way they used to. Part of that, a big part of that, is we slow down as we get older. Why? Is it because we're getting older? No. It's because we get busy, life gets serious, and we put our health on the back burner so we're just not moving as much. And less movement definitely makes an impact on how our bodies metabolize sugar. So do hormone fluctuations. So obviously, if you're over 40, you're dealing with some hormone fluctuations that maybe you didn't deal with in your early 30s and your 20s. So first of all, let me just start off with this staggering statistic. The average American consumes, now this is according to the United States Department of Agriculture, the average American consumes 150 to 170 pounds of sugar per year. Y'all, that's three pounds of sugar a week. Three pounds of sugar a week. The average American. So you may be thinking, okay, I know I, I like sugar, but I don't have that much. I want you to understand sugar is snuck into things so often. You know, if you're sitting down to a a bowl of white sugar and you just start, you know, pouring teaspoons in your mouth, well, it's pretty easy to figure out, you know, I'm, I'm probably eating too much sugar or I just had five teaspoons of sugar. But here's the thing. Sugar, if you're eating processed foods, if you're eating foods that are in packages, sugar is, is snuck in the most obscure ways. It has all kinds of different names that maybe you're not even familiar with. There's way too many. There's well over 100. And that was years ago that there was over 100. There may be over 200 now. And it's because marketing companies are getting savvy. If it just says sugar in the ingredients, well, you may not, you may not opt for that. So they, there's all kinds of different names for sugar. All right, so let's talk first of all. So let's go to, hey, maybe this is going to hit you differently. You've probably heard some of the health concerns of overconsumption of sugar. But let me go through these again. Weight gain and obesity. Weight gain and obesity. So again, I'm going to give you this great tip at the end. Uh, you may have heard of it before. You may not have. But if this is a concern for you, if weight gain and obesity is a concern for you, hang on because 
because there's a rule of thumb that's going to help you ensure that if weight gain and obesity is something you're dealing with, it is not because of sugar. And I'm telling you, it is a big, big reason why so many women do deal with so much weight. It is insulin resistance, and it is the fact that their body does not metabolize glucose, i.e. sugar, like it used to, and there is an overconsumption there. But I'm going to help you with this. Okay, number two, increased risk of type 2 diabetes. You know, type 2 diabetes is definitely something that comes about with lifestyle choices. This is something we can do to prevent or even turn the tables completely around on type 2 diabetes if this is something we even already have. Number three, by uh, reducing uh, sugar consumption. Number three, increased risk of heart disease. Number four, increased risk of certain kinds of cancers. Too much sugar is directly correlated with certain kinds of cancers. That alone, and it's because sugar causes inflammation in the body. Inflammation is is at the root cause of so many of the diseases that people deal with. And so much of that can be turned around with lifestyle choices. That, you know, and the whole point of this and the point of why I, I do so many of these different topics on my podcast is because I want you to understand how much control you actually have over your health. So many times we think, well, because of my family history and because of this and that, that's just, that's why I feel this way. That's why I'm gaining weight. And yet this right here is just another proof that we have a grand amount of control over how we age, over the diseases that may befall us because of the choices we're making. All right, let's continue on. Number five, dental problems such as cavities and gum disease. We've been hearing that from our parents since we were young. Uh, increased inflammation in the body. I just talked about that. Increased non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So what about you go to the doctor and he says, you have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and you just kind of scratch your head and say what what on earth how is that how is that even possible well sugar can be at the root of that too much um too much hitting your system without your body being able to process it just putting it in the simplest terms possible and then number eight negative effects on brain function and mood and we all know this just think intuitively about having let's say pancakes for breakfast okay you have pancakes you have syrup you have maybe some orange juice with it what you just did was give your body this huge rush of sugar and what happens in two hours are you satisfied are you are you thinking gosh i could go another two three four hours without eating no typically you're clamoring for food and if you don't get it you get a little hangry and that's just because you didn't set your body up for success with that meal all right So it is important to remember not all sugar is created equal. Eating a banana is not the same as eating a bowl of ice cream. However, the body doesn't need to be consuming fructose, that is the sugar from fruit, all day long either. There is a point at which we cannot process too much fruit sugar. And what that is for you and what that is for me may be a little bit different, but here's the deal. If you are prioritizing vegetables and then having some fruit, you're going to be fine. If you're the kind of person that thinks, I cannot live without fruit, I do not like vegetables, I have fruit with every single meal, you're probably over-consuming fruit. And it absolutely can affect your weight. I am not anti-fruit. I'm pro-fruit. I love fruit. Fruit's amazing. However, It is a kind of sugar, and yes, it is wrapped typically with fiber, right? You eat an apple, 
wonderful for you. And there's all this fiber that helps to slow down uh, that how fast that sugar is rushing to your bloodstream. However, you eat 10 apples and now we have a problem. The body's just going, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just, that's a little too much for me. Can't handle it. Or three apples maybe, or four. What is it for you? What is it for me? I'm five foot tall. I'm 110 pounds. You could probably handle more apples than I can <laughs> if you're 130 pounds or 150 pounds. But at the same time, we need to be mindful that yes, fruit is healthy at the same time an overconsumption not healthy not healthy at all okay let me see there was something else i wanted to hit here before i gave you my tip this is going to be just short and sweet and to the point okay i think i have i think i've covered that all right so here it is now that i've kind of you know teed up the this whole thing that you know maybe you didn't know all of those Maybe you hadn't heard that sugar is related to, um, has a direct correlation, too much sugar, overconsumption of sugar, your body not being able to metabolize the amount of sugar you're taking in on a consistent basis being linked to certain kinds of cancers. Maybe that's the first time you've heard that. Maybe it's not. Maybe none of this was new, but you're like, you know what? I just needed the wake-up call. I just needed the reminder, and I needed to hear all at once the things that can happen if I continue down this road because you can feel better. Here's the bottom line. You feel bad when you have too much sugar. You feel bad. That alone for a lot of us should be enough of a wake-up call. We want to feel good. We are working against time here. We are getting older, which means we have got to support our body and give it the foundation it needs to be able to age well, to feel good. Because when we feel good, then we can do all the other things so much better with more ease and certainly with more joy that God has given us to do while we're here on this earth. All right, so here's my tip. You ready? Here's a tip, and then I'm going to issue a challenge. I'm going to issue a challenge to you because I did this with my Elite Energy Tribe a couple weeks ago, and it was so awesome to watch what happened with a five-day challenge. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to issue it to you for seven, okay? Because you can do anything for seven days. You can do anything for seven days. First of all, my tip, five grams of sugar per meal or less, okay? That is your rule of thumb. I am so passionate here about helping you age independently. It's why I do this podcast. It's why I'm on social media. It's why I've been in health and fitness for over three decades now, because I want to see you going well into your 90s and being able to get up by yourself off of a chair. But guess what? That starts right now. So your strength, how strong is your body? How strong are your muscles? Are you supporting that idea that you are going to age amazing? How is your mobility? Are you able to squat straight down on the floor and pick something up without moaning and groaning and having a knee creak and being in pain? Or are you able to move your body freely through space so easily that you're not only able to move freely, but you're also preventing injury because you've worked on mobility conditioning? How is your knee health? How is the inflammation in your joints? Are you eating an anti-inflammatory diet? Do you even know what that means or how to go about that? These are things I'm so passionate about, but guess what? Not only aging independently, but with this recent health scare, boy, did it remind me I am healing as good as I am because I went into this unexpected adventure 
an, a ruptured appendix. I wasn't expecting this, but I went into it with a really strong body, with really in check mobility because I had worked on my conditioning, with inflammation that was so low because of the way that I eat. So if you're in a place and you're like, yeah, I don't, that's not me. I'm, I'm not ready for those unexpected things. Heck, I'm not even ready for tomorrow if everything just goes according to plan <laughs> and I don't have something unexpected happen, then I would love an opportunity for us to maybe work together. If you'd like to schedule a discovery call to see if maybe we would be a good fit, I want you to go fill out a form, lisaloufitness.com forward slash form. That's Lisa Lou, L-O-U fitness forward slash F-O-R-M form. Fill this out and that way we can see if maybe I have a program that would be a good fit for you because if this resonates with you at all, I'm telling you, this is my wheelhouse. This is what I do. This is what I love to do. I want to set you up for an amazing future no matter what life throws your way. LisaLouFitness.com forward slash form. I'm telling you that is going to revolutionize your relationship with sugar. Why? Because what it's going to do is it's going to begin to starve out that need for sugar. And if you know you're listening to this, you're like, I am a sugar addict. Maybe going zero sugar, which is really hard to do, but it's possible, zero sugar, maybe a little bit too big of a step for you. But maybe you're like, okay, I can do five grams or fewer because maybe that gives you just a little bit and then you can keep it there. If you lived at five grams or fewer for the rest of your life or even for the next month, you just, you're not going to believe the difference you see and you feel. You're not going to believe it. So here's the challenge. For seven days, do a no sugar challenge or a five grams or fewer challenge. It's up to you. And when I say no sugar, I mean no added sugar. So if you, so that doesn't mean no fruit. If you could have fruit and it's in moderation, that's fine. But we're talking no added sugar. Skip the frappuccino. Um, let's see, what, what do you, do you have a pastry with that coffee? Skip the pastry, right? So we're talking, we're, when I say no sugar challenge, we're really pulling out those very obvious sugary types of things. And aim for five grams or less per meal, okay? What you're gonna find over time is honestly, there are gonna be so many meals you eat that don't even have the five grams in it because your body is gonna quit craving it. So that is your litmus test going forward with your meals for the next seven days. I want you to try it because this is a free thing to try. It is just taking something out of your diet. It's not going out and buying anything. This is something that you're gonna get to the other side of. So we're talking from the day that you listen to this for seven full days, five grams or less, or if you're like, no, I can do no sugar, great. Do no sugar, completely up to you. You're going to be floored with how you feel and many women that I have do this notice a difference in how their pants, like their pants are looser. Um, if they weighed, they may weigh a little bit less, which I'm not all about weight loss because we want to maintain muscle mass. We'll save that for another episode. But look, I want to encourage you to take this challenge, take it seriously, and take it a step further. I want you to come into my DMs on Instagram, and I want you to tell me, I'm taking you up on that challenge. 
and I want you to do it. And then I want you at the end of the seven days to come back and tell me that you finished. That's called accountability. So I would love for you to do that. If you don't have Instagram, then, and by the way, I'm Lisa Lou Fitness at Lisa Lou, L-O-U Fitness on Instagram. If you don't have Instagram, I want you to find a friend and tell them I'm about to do this challenge, ask them to do it with you, and then hold each other accountable through those seven days. Because I tell you what, it can be hard. And I'm just going to be real honest. Day three is the worst. <laughs> day three, you may just feel a little tired and cranky. Nothing bad's going to happen. You may just feel a little tired and cranky. And that is a detox process. That is your body going, wait a minute. Okay, day one, maybe day two, I thought maybe you just didn't have access to this stuff. But now I'm just feeling like you're starving me of the sugar that I've come to know. And your body's going to rebel a little bit. It's okay. You're going to get past it. That only lasts a day, maybe two. But push through because I'm telling you there are good things waiting on the other side. Your life is waiting on the other side. Does that sound too dramatic? I'm going to say it again. Your life is waiting on the other side of this challenge because my hope is that it's going to open your eyes and go, holy cow, I feel amazing. That was only seven days. What if I did it another seven? What if I did... What if I made this part of my life? What if five grams or fewer per meal was part of my life? That is my hope for you. That's it. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it was informative. Please share this with a friend. It helps me get the word out. And my heart is to help as many women as I possibly can. As always, it means the world that you are here. Thank you so much. And I will see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for being here with me today. And depending on which platform you're listening on, be sure you're either following or subscribe so that the latest episodes are really easy to find. And if you have a moment and you found value here, it would mean everything if you could take just a moment and leave a five-star review for this podcast so that I can get the message out to more women. Thanks again for being here and I will see you next time.